You're listening to Fidem Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Today's homily is from Sunday, May 9th, 2021, entitled Go With the Flow. I very much enjoy Friday nights in the fall. I enjoy um, looking and going around to high school football games. And I not only enjoy just watching the game of the boys themselves, I enjoy the little machinations that go on between even in the stands. If you're familiar with this, at some point during the game, even the two marching bands will start to taunt each other, start trying to out-yell each other. And they do this little mantra that they scream back and forth. We got the spirit. Yes, we do. We got the spirit. How about you? And they pound on their drum while they do it. And then the other band will respond back. And they go back and forth and try to shout each other down. And then they dissolve into another mantra where they just scream, we got more. We got more. They'll say that over and over again as they pound the drum. Now, this doesn't always work out. If I could paint another picture, there is a school, a high school in East Austin. It used to be called Austin Johnston, if you're familiar with Austin ISD. It has been reconstructed, and now I think it's called East Austin College Prep or something like that. We always called it a thug school. A thug school. Now, that's not a fair statement. It was mostly poor kids, mostly minority kids. It was a tough part of Austin. But what was tough is that they had sports teams, but they used to get the snot beat out of them in every sport. I know, I saw it. To the point where you felt bad for them. They would sometimes be losing in football 50, 60 to nothing by halftime. And don't, you might want to check my history on this, but I think somewhere in the mid-90s it came out in the paper that they got beat by Churchill or Ron Rock Westwood, 36 to nothing in soccer. Try that. God bless them. But in these sufferings, sometimes you saw great love. Because it was in those games that Johnston, I remember, we watched the film. They didn't have a marching band. They had very few kids and I mean, parents in the stands. They had some cheerleaders and you just felt bad for them. Just felt bad for them. But usually at the end of the game, it was these young men's mothers that came out to console them. You suddenly got hit with a mother's love. And it was particularly telling when they would have parents' night. Parents' night at a high school football game is just they walk out, the the boys, sometimes just the seniors, and they have mom and dad on either side of them. Well, at Austin Johnston, very seldom would that happen. Most of the time it was just a mom because there was no daddies around. And sometimes it was a grandma. But I remember that, and, and I would almost say at least in that Aspect 
Austin Johnston could scream back at the other team when it comes to a mother's love, could say to the other side, we got more. We got more. For better, for worse, for whatever is going on there, because of the attack on fatherhood, the moms in these communities had to double up, if you will, and lay down their lives for their sons. And this being Mother's Day, we're asked to celebrate motherhood. And I think we have to, as Catholics, continue to celebrate, promote, and acknowledge mothers. Because just like fathers are under attack, and fatherhood has been under attack for some time, don't think your moms aren't under attack either. Because motherhood is connected with female, which is gender, we can get you in a lot of trouble these days. They're even trying to do some machinations. There's some schools, you can look it up online, they're trying to get rid of mother, uh, Mother's Day, call it Guardian's Day. There was a, a politician, I can't remember where, I think it's out of New York probably, um, Corey Bush, one, spoke of expectant mothers and she called them birthing people, birthing people, pregnant people. She wouldn't say mothers. Now this is... This is bubbling up. But as Catholic Christians, we know where people come from. We know what mommies and daddies are. We know what families, what families, how they stay strong. And to remember, this is nothing new. Our first parents, Adam and Eve, the first thing that devil wanted to do was come between them. He knew if he can come between them, he could get a lot of work done. But as Catholics, too, we, we recognize and we celebrate the fact that our church is a mother. We call it Mother Church, who nurtures us, guides us, protects us, and brings us together. But also to remind the world that we, she has much to offer. Oftentimes, even in RCIA, someone will ask, Father, why should I become Catholic? And if someone asks you that, I suggest you have some answers ready. Because what can we say? Well, we can talk about the sacraments. Most, a lot of churches have just two sacraments. We have seven sacraments that guide us, strengthen us, refresh us. So when it comes to sacraments, we can say to the rest of the world, we got more. We got more. When it comes to even the Bible, we have a long history of protecting, reading, and translating the Bible. We even have more books, and we can even say when it comes to the Bible, we got more. We got more. When it comes to tradition and history, we have a 2,000-year-old philosophical and theological tradition that has been passed on. This is not demeaning other traditions. It's just a fact. You know, I've been following, some of you may have been, the United Methodist Church just broke into three different denominations. Happened a couple of weeks ago. And they're a young church, 1968. I know I have a friend who was a minister in the United Church of Christ. Very nice little church. They were born in 1957. And in, the, in Christian history, that's like yesterday. So as Catholics, we can say, when it comes to history and tradition, we got more. We got more probably several hundred at last count seminaries and universities in the United States alone 220 now not all of them are very Catholic 
Some of them have been infected by liberal theology, feminist theology, Marxist theology. And they could do a better job. But on a sheer number-wise, we can say we got more. We just got more. But in their defense, sometimes we can look at our separated brethren, our Protestant brothers and sisters, and recognize that sometimes, oftentimes, they do more with less. Who are we kidding? They often do more with less. And sometimes we do less with more. We have such an opportunity to to dig in into the more, embrace it, celebrate it, and remind us in the world that we do have more. So more of what? Again, those of you moms here and you have children, some we have expectant mothers, moms, we even have grandmas, and even in one case, we have a great-grandmother who's raising her teenage boy. God bless her. God bless her. And those of you who have children, you know, when you tell a child something, yes, no, sometimes you don't just say it to them once. You have to send a barrage of commands. No, 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 no. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Take a bath, take a bath, take a bath, take a bath. Sometimes it doesn't work on the first time. Well, today we have a barrage in both readings of the word love. 19 times at least in 1 John in the gospel we are pounded home the word over and over again I love you I love you I love you love one another and it is again an invitation to plumb the depths of that one word to ask the hard question what do you mean by love because when someone says I love barbecue and I love my mom those are two different words Two different ways to say love. A mother's love is a little bit different than a father's love. It's played out differently. A husband and wife love is different than a a parent to child love. It is different. But as Catholics, we can say we have perfect images of these love. When we talk about a mother's love, we don't have to give a speech. We can just point to it. Looks like her. When someone asks, what is gift love? What is agape love? What is sacrificial love? We can point to it. We don't need a speech. I don't need to get an hour-long sermon. I can just lift up my fingers and point to it once again. Because what? We have more. And at this altar, these two altars, 365 days a year, the Eucharist is offered. We don't have mass 365 days. We have mass 364 days because on Good Friday, we don't have mass, but we still have the Eucharist available. And the Eucharist is the very body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ who kisses us bodily, has an encounter with us. So at the mass, we say we just have more. Several hundred times a year Three times on Sunday, sometimes two or three times on Saturday. You may not know this, but sometimes my busiest day is not Sunday, it's Saturday. Saturday, we sometimes have lots of things going on here. Yesterday, we had baptisms, confirmations, wedding. We had all in one shot. It was a beautiful day. 
And we hear Christ say, I love you, I love you, I love you, over and over again, a barrage of times. But today, we celebrate motherhood. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Mother's love and mother church. Because in the church, we have direct access to the Father at the Mass. The prayer is, the Mass is a prayer directly to the Father. And in the Holy Spirit who dwells in us in baptism and confirmation, you have direct access that has been given to you. And all has to be is stirred up. And in the Eucharist, we have a bodily, nuptial, substance encounter with Christ himself every single day. So I would say, as we celebrate these different types of love, to remind ourselves and the world, when it comes to real love, when it comes to an intimate encounter with God, we can say, we got more. You've been listening to Fidem Catholica, the homilies of Father John Gazaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe or check back frequently as new episodes will be published weekly.